0: We are, uh, we're jumping online tonight because all hell broke loose today, and we don't care what our kids are doing right now. They could be burning down the house. Nope. Uh, we don't care what honeydews we have on the list. That all is going to the wayside because nope. what the hell, Casey? What the hell just happened? There's a report out there from our own uh, Brent Zwerneman in the Houston Chronicle that those douchebags out of Austin, and then the guys up in Norman, after trashing our conference and our conference move and talking about how great the Big 12 is, lo and behold, they want into the SEC. What the hell?
1: Oh, what the hell? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and to quote Jimbo, I bet they do.
0: I, I bet they do. they do. What a yep. perfect response to that. Oh, you know, what a... What a what uh the height of hypocrisy so there's so much to get into this uh, tonight and I got a bunch of questions for you I hope you've been thinking about this uh, for the last couple of hours because I, I got questions and I need some perspective man I need I need to figure all this out um, first off based on the report there have been discussions between the SEC offices, and both of these institutions, about the possibility coming to the SEC, do you think that could actually happen?
1: Well, I I do think it can happen. Um, How likely it is 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 the real question, right? Um, There's been a lot of bravado among Aggies, myself included at times, over the last 10 years about locking Texas out, arguments about whether or not they would actually bring TV dollars uh to the deal you know and and uh <clears throat> i don't know uh, and, and and then there's been the so-called gentleman's agreement between uh several of the schools to keep other in-state rivals out of the conference i've never put too much stock in that only because gentlemen's agreements can be broken easily um and so we could get into a lot of history of the TV contracts and everything. But um, for me, it really boils down to how big a pile of money does it ha- has to be put in front of the the member schools to get them to sign off on it.
0: Right. Yeah. It, it's gotta be money and it has to be big TV money, right? Mm-hmm. ESPN would have to be at the center of all of this talk, right? Because and it
1: may very well be.
0: They they absolutely might be. They know they're losing money on the Longhorn Network. Uh, it's bringing more irony into the situation, right? The uh, impetus for, or the last straw, we should say, for A&M mm-hmm. actually getting up and Mizzou getting up and leaving conference. Uh, you know, they are probably sitting back and going, we've got college football playoff expansion coming down the road. Uh, and the implications of that, there's been a lot of talk about. The end result of something like an expanded playoff could be super conference mm-hmm. or super conferences, four conferences of 16 teams each. And it certainly seems like, you know, powers in college football are going, well, what's the next best move for us? Mm-hmm. And if you're OU and you're Texas, you got a real problem on your hands, right? Being in the conference that they're in. Yeah. And so. We do think, you know, they're trying to figure out what their where their next seat or their next table that they want to seat at mm. is going to be. Um, and, yeah, if I'm them, the SEC would absolutely be their best option, but that has a hell of a lot to do with what's happened at A&M ever since we joined the league, right? Right. Yeah,
1: right. So, so – this is a great pod. Um yeah, welcome I well welcome <laughs> to the podcast, folks. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh it's pretty much like this all the time. Very professional. So I, yeah, you're right. I you made the great point earlier about how they've been uh trashing the SEC nonstop on the trail and the great irony there. I thought it was really hilarious. I even saw one horn out there claiming that if AM blocks this move, then it then it basically trashes all the arguments we've been making about the SEC and the superiori- superiority of it and everything to which I said, are you kidding me? Do you yeah. not, no self-awareness for these people, which is what we you should know. expect, but come on. They have done nothing for the last several years, uh, but trash the SEC in an attempt to stall, you know, the recruiting momentum that we've been gathering. And so, Uh, This pretty much confirms that everything they're trying to sell to recruits on the Big 12 is total garbage, and I don't believe any of it.
0: Okay. Well, and we're going to get to recruiting. We'll get to recruiting and what the immediate impact is uh, on the recruiting trail, because I think it could be pretty significant. Um, Who in the SEC says no to this move if it came to a vote, and who says yes? And let's start in our own backyard here. And then we'll get to some of these other, uh, institutions, but let's talk about Arkansas first and foremost, Arkansas in, do they say yes to this or do they say no?
1: God, man, I, I actually think that they say yes. And that is probably the crazy, the, the one that everyone is taking for granted, even more so than LSU that I disagree with is, is Arkansas. Um, the the annual game in Dallas or Arlington is going away with us eventually right um as it should um they've already put Texas on the schedule what twice since we joined the SEC or no that first one was just before we was
0: a bowl game they had a bowl game no, no no
1: no i'm talking about they had a home and home with them correct um, arkansas beat them in austin i think that was actually like a year or two before we joined but whatever um <sighs> They need the game. They they like the game in Dallas. They want games in Texas. Yeah, having a and m kind of does it for them. Having potentially a, a rotation with a and m Texas and OU ma- raises their profile significantly in the i thirty five corridor. Let's say right, certainly Dallas. Um, so on the other hand, they have they have gotten away from Texas once. Um, and I don't think they I'm not trying to say they regret that I don't think they regret it at all Um, you know they've proven that they wanted to get away before yeah. hopefully cooler heads are prevailing now they understand what it was like in the Southwest Conference and I think that's why everyone's taking it for granted but I wouldn't be so sure um, yeah. and not only that they have had it with losing to A&M Going was it? Is it? Are we going for ten this year, or we, or is it going to be nine? Uh, is it, it going to be eleven? It would
0: be nine. It would be nine.
1: Are you sure? I think this is ten. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know. Oh no no no! Whatever. Sorry. We'll yeah, yeah, count, yes. it's going to be. Yeah, you've lost count. We'll they, count. I don't know. They, I think, might relish hurting a And M's momentum more so than. Oof. anything else you know, you know? Wow. I do think they'd be like i said you know slitting their own throats but i they might be dumb enough to do it in my opinion <laughs> let's just put it that way
0: the only thing I can think of in my so my view of this is everybody picks on arkansas because of football but arkansas's athletic department actually does pretty pretty stinking well in this conference okay sure. and I know I know football writes the checks yeah. nobody the cares checks, about cross country okay? Yeah. Okay, Arkansas is cash and checks. All right, they are. They're making a lot of money off of this deal, just like we all are, right? Because we're all equal. Okay, mm-hmm. we got equal money. And uh, the only thing I can think of, though, is from a football perspective, if they thought that by inviting additional members into the league, Auburn and Alabama end up shipping off east, okay, and the divisions mm-hmm. look different, and like you said, you end up with this I-35 corridor a uh, pod of teams, probably LSU included in there, mm-hmm. maybe even Mizzou coming back over, uh, you know, in, in something like this, depending on how it all works out. I don't know, but they could look at that as better for their future. They certainly might, but, uh, I don't know. I think we left for that mess. We don't want that mess. Uh, that's the sentiment that will ultimately prevail for I think so. Arkansas. All right. Now let's talk about LSU. Okay. The crazy Cajuns down in the swamp. What do they think about this?
1: I don't know if they even this is another one. I'm not sure they really care. I I, I think, think they right. might look around and go, sure, whatever, bring in Texas. They yeah, I don't I think, think they you're care. right. I, um, absolutely.
0: I think that's true with LSU.
1: I may say it have, them. Yeah, but, yeah. Well maybe
0: maybe we don't have to spend that much time on LSU then. Maybe we okay. don't. Okay. All right. Because we agree, they're probably indifferent. They, you know, think they're going to win the national championship this year uh, after their terrible season last year. Right. Uh, you know, you know who's not walking through that door. So, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the the bigger uh, issue, or at least the one that a lot of A fans have hung their hat on, and that is, we're the only Texas team in the SEC. Mm -hmm. And the door closed behind us because there are other uh, universities in states that are the only one from that state. And they will not or they effectively form an alliance uh, as member institutions to say, we don't want any other teams from our state. Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking earlier, exchanging some notes on this. And you think or your opinion was not so fast.
1: No, uh, number one, I Florida is one of those states that everyone talks about who also already plays both the schools that supposedly they would want to keep out of the SEC, so what difference does it make to them?
0: They do play them, okay.
1: Yeah, it's not they the same them. as having them in the conference, but, but isn't it? I don't uh, know. Um, I don't think they, like LSU, really care about Texas one way or another. They're not, they're not worried about them. They probably wouldn't be in a division with them, whatever. Uh, Georgia's not really afraid of Georgia tech. Um, And it probably shouldn't be, Uh, you know, and we'll get to this later, but presidents of these schools and the people actually making the decisions don't think like fans and, don't care that much about this like in-state rivalry stuff as much as we like to think they do. But the biggest thing that causes me to think that uh, this gentleman's agreement will go out the wayside is that everyone's talking about 16 team super conferences, right? That's yep. that's what they're saying is, is it might kick all this off. Why is 16 the magic number? I don't know. Are we actually limited to 16? Why can't the SEC be the biggest with – 18 or 20 and who cares if some other conference gets left without a full complement of 16 I don't know but everyone seems to agree or think that 416 team super conference is coming and guess what if Florida and Georgia and South Carolina uh, and who would be these other team uh, Kentucky is supposedly in this single team state voting block if they let in Oklahoma and Texas that shuts out any other team from their state coming into the conference, because now we're at 16 and we're not expanding anymore. So what good is it to them to have this packed? They're fine.
0: Yeah, well, that's certainly a thought. Uh, I will go back and, and revisit one of the points you made earlier uh, about them playing the teams uh, in their state. So Florida, you know, playing a, uh, a Florida state, you know, I do think it means, Something to Florida, to you know, from a recruiting standpoint, and from a high-profile to be the SEC team in Florida, Uh, and it would—I just can't see ultimately them signing up to uh, if the if it was reversed, right? If it all of a sudden it came out that the SEC offices were talking to Florida State in Miami, then I definitely think Florida would you know throw a big fit. Uh, behind the scenes and say absolutely not so now you may be right they may be playing 3d chess here and know that by supporting texas and ou it would effectively lock out uh that from happening down the road unless we want to go really big and do something uh that nobody's expecting so yeah well uh you know i don't know um Who says yes and who says no, it will be the big debate over the next couple of days on the airwaves and from all the national pundits. Um, but you know, we'll see how that plays out, but we've got some other things to think about here. Let's say it doesn't play out and Texas and OU do not have a path to the SEC. Um, what are the implications there, man? First, I mean, you know, they're going to kill this conference in the process. Well, uh, at least we think they are.
1: Dude, uh, I think they're done as of yeah. three o'clock or whatever it was today. This kind of thing getting out. I I think it's done like it's a dead man walking. Like you said, it, right. um, you know, it can't come back from something like this.
0: Yeah, where, it, where it, they know
1: now that that Texas is and OU the two biggest uh, powers in the conference, they're ready to go, and there's nothing any of the other member schools can do about it.
0: Well, I don't know about that. I I, I don't know if they can do anything about it or not. You know, Oklahoma has the whole political uh, alliance between the two schools and the legislature and everything else has them joined up the hip. Which supposedly, so did we. Well, and supposedly no, it, Texas which,
1: has tethered to Baylor and Texas I, Tech, and
0: I, I, there's something in the charter of those two schools. It would take the legislature signing off on it. That whole thing came up when we left, uh, which honestly makes me, you know, think. And we've seen some folks from the Oklahoma side of things tweet these, this out. Oh, what if it's actually Oklahoma and Oklahoma State that end up in the SEC? <laughs> And Texas would be hilarious. is left at the altar. It would be yeah. hilarious. And and by the way, I'm not so opposed to that. No, I that's
1: that's
0: that's an argument for another day. Right. Right?
1: Neither am I. But,
0: yeah, but let's just say there is no path. Holy crap. What does this do? And we'll we'll keep it local. What does this do to the University of Texas if they don't have a path to the SEC?
1: In the immediate. In the immediate it looks really desperate. And it kills a lot of the messaging that they've been putting out over the last however many months, I think. Um, And it breaks a lot of trust and relationships that they have with all the other Texas schools. So, yeah, it's not a good thing for them. And I, you know, Billy said it today, and I think he's right. I don't think they wanted this out at all. The more, you know. Absolutely. You know, at first it was like, why are we letting this leak? And. You know, why is an Aggie journalist, you know, putting this out and this is horrible for us that it's leaking and the more that it, you know, things trickle down, you're like, this is terrible for them for it to come out right now.
0: Absolutely. These things are best left uh, to the back room, yeah. back channel communication. You know, it only leaks uh, from your side if you know it's going to happen. Right. And um, I-, I absolutely agree with you. We We. Talked about this, and I think we're reading a lot of the same things. the This came from the AM side. This came from somebody uh, associated with our university. And, uh, you know, we might, have, might uh, I even have wear a, a bow
1: tie. Of good, good. <laughs> might wear a bow tie. I like bow ties. I don't know. Uh, he, uh, Dr.
0: Lofton was quick to jump on Twitter right after this was announced and even responding to some tweets from uh, uh, fans and alumni out there. And, uh, gosh, I can just imagine. Uh, that man, that magnificent man, beautiful, uh, right now having some bourbon, uh, maybe smoking a cigar out on his Uh, own deck, doing his best Mike's Live, uh, tribute, and just laughing his ass off at this, right? Because you know, the hundred year decision, uh, Mm -hmm. did not involve bringing little brother along uh, Mm -hmm. with us, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was the one to at, at least. Uh, plant the seed, uh, in Brent's ear that these discussions were happening. And mm. then Brent, obviously, uh, being a good journalist, went digging and, uh, got folks within the, uh, these athletic departments or in their power structures to at least confirm that yes, right. these discussions are happening. There is mutual interest and therefore run with this story and kill the momentum before it really gets rolling. And, uh, Control some narrative, right? We yep. learned that lesson. Control Absolutely. some narrative. So, you know. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, early on there was speculation that this was, it, it happened right before Jimbo went on to take the yeah. mic at SEC Media Days and that it, it was uh, a ploy to steal A&M's thunder a little bit. And the more things have come out, it really seems more like other outlets were getting the wind and confirming the story and that. the Chronicle is going to have to drop it so that they could scoop it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, look, uh, if if this story was coming out, all right, and like it did, um, there is zero doubt in my mind that when Jimbo Fisher stepped up on the podium at SEC Media Days, he knew the story was coming too. Okay, because that's how it works. He's not going to step up there without that. Billy Lucci knows this story is dropping. That became mm-hmm. clear. Um, the head football coach at Texas A and M, the athletic director at Texas A and M, know that the story is coming out. I'm sure they had already been contacted, you know, trying to get a quote. And and the only and and the reason that I feel very confident in that, is we already quoted Jimbo earlier. He had the perfect response. Yeah, it was like the reporter asking the question. Had put a tee or put a ball (laughs) up on the tee and handed him a Louisville slugger and he just knocked it out of the park. Right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, uh, I bet, I bet they do could go on a t shirt and we could tell 40,000 of those suckers tomorrow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's put that on on instead of big dumpster fire.
0: And not only that, oh my goodness, what has Jimbo Fisher just been handed in this process? Right. With this coming out, what, what does this present? that he now has, that he's unwrapping on
1: his desk. Yeah. He can go tell all these kids that we play the best ball here, like he said, and they know it too. And they want to be a part of it. If they want to be a part of it and they're trying to get you to come to their school, they want to be here. Why wouldn't you want to be here?
0: Why wouldn't you want to be here? Mm -hmm. And everything they've been telling you for the last, you know, 12 months, Uh everything they're gonna tell you in nine days at their at their barbecue pool party down in Austin about how great the Big Twelve is and uh you know, we can get you to the NFL, blah, blah, blah. Uh man, once those kids leave that party on Saturday and they turn and they drive to college station on Sunday for Jimbo's party, man, that is that is a fantastic outcome. You actually couldn't ask for better uh messaging uh, you know, in, in the current climate, because there is some momentum. This is a once in a you know decade or two decades recruiting class in the state of Texas. And you couldn't tee this up any better in the short term, at least, because that plants that doubt. That plants, uh, that, like you said, that crushes the messaging, you know, in a major, major way. Because even if this happened, let's say it did happen. It isn't gonna happen while these kids are at school. No. Right? It's gonna take a while for all that to play out. And uh they now know. They now know that the administrations at those schools know what a train wreck their own conference is, what an albatross it is around their neck long term, and they want out. And uh you know what, we're already out. So Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. Let me ask you this. Um because as this first broke and my head was spinning and like, you know, I was going from anger at Brent's ornament to just trying to figure it all out to wait a minute. Okay, it became clear that they Texas and OU definitely have reached out. Um, my next thought was, is this just leverage um, to get the Big Ten to jump and and make overtures to Texas and OU.
0: I don't know that it you would risk the, the embarrassment, uh, the embarrassment, humiliation, uh, not only to yourself, although I don't think the fan base can possibly experience embarrassment and humiliation judging by what we've seen on Twitter. No, those emotions uh, no require self-awareness.
1: self-awareness.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's severely lacking. It has been ever since we, long before we left. Uh, and for whatever reason, well, we know the reason in the last six months, it's gotten even worse. Oh it's incredible. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't know that those institutions could, uh, I, I don't think they're willing to uh, sacrifice the image, the reputation to make that happen. Now it certainly could play out that way. I, I do think that's a dis- possibility. Um, I think, you know, the door is closed. Um, maybe this actually kicks off the realignment talk very quickly mm-hmm. and some dominoes start to fall. And the only logical place uh, for a Texas and an OU um, and a conference and from a relationship standpoint really is the big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they could go out west. I don't, I just, man, I think that would be a huge mistake for OU. Uh Um, I think that Texas, you know, we can talk all about their brand and what they bring to the table and the TV sets of Texas for the West coast viewers who really aren't interested in football, by the way. Um, But man, I just don't see that as being a long-term good move. I think it would actually, they may think that would be an okay move. Obviously they tried it before on I think that would put them, on a, uh, on a trajectory they don't want to be on. It at would least seem the people cool running, first,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, get some sun, be some cool road trips, and then after a couple of years of that, it would it would sink in. It's not. It's I not think good it for would. One of them.
0: I think the administration at the University of Texas would be all for it. I think it, you know it's a much better cultural fit for them. I think the folks running the athletic department at least the ones that they can see further than, you know, two feet in front of them, that is not a good move for them long-term. Yeah. I think, I think you, you're, you're really setting up your culture and everything else um, in a bad way. But anyway, yeah, that's where it is, man. I I don't know what else is there to talk about uh, when it comes to this move. I, I think we'll have a lot more to talk about over the next few days because, this story is not going away. Uh, it's
1: not and Brent Zorneman has said some things that frankly I still find unbelievable, but you know, he's talking about a very short timeline right. in terms of, you know, possibly announcing things. I don't know where that's coming from. Um his confidence level certainly gives me pause. Um but it will be an interesting next few weeks. Give us something to do besides watch twenty twenty highlights.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to load up on those, man. Just to yeah. uh, get the juices flowing, man. Straight and into my uh, veins, man. And Jimbo's not doing anything to temper expectations. Jimbo, Jimbo oh. was a star at SEC media days today. He was uh, unbelievable at the mic. He was not holding anything back. He was not walking anything back. No. He was doing nothing but uh, communicating confidence in his football team. And, you know, even in the areas that everybody else considers weakness going into the season, talking about how much talent there is on the offensive line, how he thinks that unit is going to you know, ultimately, you know, in his words, I think they all get drafted, every single one of them wow right and and also doing the same thing with his quarterbacks these are both nfl quarterbacks they are both you know he's very uh comfortable with where they are at quarterback not comfortable very comfortable so yeah man he's he's you know he's feeding it straight in and we're just eating it all up
1: and so, if uh, Jimbo's confidence isn't enough for you. I don't know if you saw Cole Cublik's tweet earlier, where he yeah. had his preseason rankings of the best offensive lines in the SEC, and he had number one Kentucky, which is a little surprising. I know they've ran the ball really yeah. well the last few years. Pretty
0: good offensive line, yeah.
1: Um, yes. And number two, Texas A&M ahead of Alabama. Uh, right. and boy, you know, for that guy, of course, I know Cole was. One of the guys that was very high on uh, Layden, Layden, yes. Layden Robinson, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, even as he was getting sparing duty, you know, ro- rotating in the second half kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but when he did get lots of minutes because of injury or guys dinged or whatever, dudes just running over people. Um, so Cole's been paying attention and he knows the position and. Yep. He's probably getting a little info from Jimbo too. He's probably feeding a little bit off of Jimbo's confidence. Um, but for that guy to to see that and think, okay, if this guy is right, if we're the second best offensive line in the SEC, you know what that means for this season,
0: right? Yeah. And I, and look, I, I I'm to the point where that actually is my expectation because you know when people talk about weaknesses on this football team, mm-hmm. um, what they all always Fail to do is talk about in the context of other teams' weaknesses and what they lost. Right. They'll always come in and focus on what we lost. And you know, let's talk about Alabama for a second. And people, you know, they're what they want to do is they want to say, "Well, we know Alabama's just going to reload." All right, that's fine. Of course, that's fine. Jimbo Fisher has a track record of reloading with top talent, you know, and not uh, having these big drop-offs as well. And you know, the offensive line had some parts, and they made it into a whole. And there's zero doubt that the talent level on the offensive line is going up. It is going up. And if they can have that same level of coaching and that same level of intensity uh, and togetherness on that line, they, you know, it may not be week one. It may not be week two, but by, by week three or four, those guys could be an absolute force to be reckoned with. So I'm very excited. And they have depth. They absolutely have debt. So, you know, uh, the biggest weakness coming into this season, that's what we said last year. That's what we said last year. We ended up with, you know, the top unit in the league, basically, from a production standpoint. So, uh, you know, didn't win all the awards, came close. And uh, I think Cole Kubelik was uh, on our side behind the scenes, uh, pulling for the A&M line as the best in the league. Yeah, and then let's just get some decent quarterback play. Let's get some big plays going. Man, you know everybody talks about wide receiver. Wide receiver, man. It, don't talk to me about they're not being talented wide receiver. No, I, I think I think they're gonna do just fine.
1: We'll know soon yeah. enough. We'll know soon enough. What are we at? Like forty-five days or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think that's about right. Uh, before we tee it up, get this thing going. All right, dude, I guess, uh, anything else breaks in on this, uh, conference realignment. We'll just jump right back at it and, uh, tell everybody, uh, what's up. Sounds good. Worst ending ever. Great
1: pod.